Hello and welcome to the Shiny Bees podcast, a podcast for those who like their knitting, comedy and yarn in equally large measures. I'm your host Joe Millmine and this is episode 95, Orange Mocha Frappuccino with Countess Ablaze. Hello and welcome to the show. A warm welcome back to any returning listeners. Hello, nice to be with you again. And if you're new to the podcast this episode, welcome in. Come on, get get your knitting, sit down and uh, join in with the fun with everyone else. We're a very welcoming bunch on this show and we'd love for you to join in with us. I hope you've been well since last time I spoke to you. That was a couple of weeks ago because the podcast has been on a little holiday when I say holiday it's not really a holiday at all I've not been you know sunning myself on a beach somewhere with my knitting by any stretch of the imagination in fact my hashtag rewind knit along I'm still knitting the lace panel for for my lush cardigan I've got no knitting time in whatsoever because I've been working on lots of other fun and exciting things there are lots of things happening at Casa Shiny at the moment, none of which I will uh, divulge to you at this point in time, but there's a lot going on as as usual, as you you know, you kind of used to by now from the show is always a little bit sort of what's the word I'm looking for? In a state of flux. If we're not moving house, we're getting new jobs or we're doing this or we're doing that or something's happening. So, yeah, it's all very exciting. Um, but likely to take up quite a little bit of my uh, brain space, shall we say, going into the next few months. But I'm looking forward to it, looking forward to it indeed. I'm very glad to be back with you all. I have a couple of quick things to let you know about before we go into the not-interview interview with Countess Blaze. Um, and that is, uh, number one, the, there was previously a Patreon associated with the podcast, and I've decided to stop the Patreon for the podcast. It wasn't really doing what I wanted it to for the show, and I found the platform as a creator quite clunky to use. I wasn't entirely sure that people were getting things when I sent them, and it wasn't allowing me that back and forth that conversation that I love to have with you as listeners and that's the most important thing for me so having a platform that didn't really allow that was um, suboptimal basically and it was brought in to allow that to happen but it hasn't really happened as much as I would like so that's gone now um, and it's just to let you know that that is the case in case you're you know you listen to old episodes and you're coming back to this one basically it didn't do what I wanted it to do and therefore I've got rid of it and I did have some trouble as my patrons know trying to get rid of it because it it actually as a platform made it very difficult to get off uh, the platform itself which I'll I'll talk about in a blog post because I think it's important uh, for people who are creators and thinking about using it is uh, what happens when you try and leave basically or my experience when I tried to leave and um, I'll be putting that up on the blog soon but as uh, patrons don't let it put you off um, supporting other people if you're on there and it's all working for you. Next up I've also got a big thank you and a big well I don't know if, what the word is request I guess my big thank you is to everyone who voted for the show in the New Media Europe Awards. I'm very pleased to say we've made it through to the final 10 in two categories, Audience Appreciation Award, which is your award, 
and I sincerely hope we get it back again for you this year and Best UK Podcast Award as well. A big push at the last minute got us from about number 13 up to number 7, which was amazing. The voting has now switched to Twitter and it's returned to the same system it was last year, which is 50% public vote and 50% independent panel. So I need for you to, every day between the 1st and the 10th of June, to go onto Twitter and tweet that you vote for the podcast in those two categories. Ravelry has also made it into the finals of Best Community, so give them a tweet as well. I'm pleased to say my fellow podcast mucker Helen is also in the final so if you listen to her show as well give her some support too and the finals for that are on the 18th of 19th of June and I will let you know how all of that goes but fingers crossed we will be successful in regaining your award that would be ace and would make me really happy so there is a link for that on the website it's under new media europe awards and there is a blog post about that up there as well and look out for um prompts on twitter to remind you to do it basically to tweet it you can tweet as many times as you want per day you can ask friends and family to tweet of course etc because i'm sure they all listen to the podcast and um once per day the vote is counted so you can tweet as many times as you want per day but it only counts once per twitter profile Um, Now, there are two and a half thousand of you that will download this episode in the next six weeks. So I expect at least two and a half thousand tweets. And and, and I'm just going to lay the gauntlet down. I'm throwing down my yarns again. And, you know, are you going to pick it up, basically? It's up to you. So you can head to the website and find all the details for that on there under New Media Europe Awards in the top navigation. And I will put a link in the show notes. So without further ado, we will go into the non-interview interview. So I'm very excited to be coming back off the podcast break into this interview. For those who are not familiar, Countess Ablaze is an indie dyer, hand dyer of fabulousness and yarns in the northwest of England in Manchester. Now she's been going for about four years or so and she just dyes the most beautiful saturated yarns. I've talked about her stuff before on the podcast and I very regularly find myself probably once a month uh, in her studio for knit afternoon. Now a few months ago I emailed her and asked her would she mind awfully coming on my podcast and being interviewed because I do like to collect people that don't get interviewed often which sounds a little bit like I like collecting people but I love to go and find those people who you don't hear on every single podcast who are maybe doing things a little bit differently and she definitely her business model is different to the majority of dyes because you don't see her at shows and she has a storefront she actually has a studio that you can go in and visit and buy yarn and sit and eat tonics which is always a good thing in my book but I really love to find those people in particular and chat to them and find out what, you know, what are you doing differently to everyone else? How do you go about running your business and why do you do the things the way you do them? Uh, which is why I went after, um, I went after, it's probably the wrong word, but I was, I wanted, really wanted to speak to Kate Davies after she did Yokes because I love that book and I'm like, I wonder what she does, you know, I wonder how she structures things, I wonder what she's like. And that was definitely the case with Lindsay and I think a lot of people find her to be, or the Countess, um, as a persona to be quite mysterious and very interesting and obviously I was I wanted to hear all about the stories 
Now, she is the only person ever to say, no, I'm not doing an interview with you um, or anyone else. And that is because uh, she actually has autism. It's not, you know, she's, something she's quite open about. And she finds it difficult uh, with speaking when she feels like she's in a pressurised environment. So obviously, she said, thank you very much, but it's really, you know, I'm really not comfortable with it. And, um, you know... I was like, oh, never mind, you know, maybe we can do a blog one one day or something, you know, don't worry, thank you very much for kind of considering it anyway, because I can understand why you wouldn't want to do it. Anyway, as I've got to know her more and been in the studio more, um, obviously she's a bit more comfortable with me now because she knows me, and um, after the Zoolander episode, she popped up on Instagram and she's like, I've just been listening to your show, you should come to my studio and we'll dye this yarn and it won't be an interview, but you can have a microphone on maybe in the background and we can just chat, you know, it's not an interview. Of course I said yes, (laughs) as at the time I was in Eureka in Halifax, which is the National Children's Museum for those of you who aren't familiar and it's really good fun, but it's terribly, terribly middle class kind of, let's educate our children, Um, you know, we don't don't go to soft play, we go to the museum and (laughs) it was a little bit like, oh goodness me, I'm here on a weekend, this is horrendous, very busy, lots of posh children and, and me with my feral you know, terrible kids who don't stick to any rules. I can't think where they got it from. And um, of course I was like, yes, absolutely. I would love to come and have a non-interview chat with you. So that's what we did. And I really enjoyed going to the studio because I love being in there anyway. It's a really bright uh, white, all the walls are white, you know, brilliant white walls and they're all covered with yarn and samples and pictures. And it's just such a lovely environment to go and sit in and knit and the knit group people are so super lovely proper mancunian don't take any messing off anyone but absolutely lovely with it really down to earth and very very friendly and and obviously it's covered in gorgeous yarn as well so and, and hashtag tonics so it's definitely a place that i make my excuses as often as possible to go over to and I went over on a work day, so it's very quiet, it's just me and Lindsay there, and obviously all of all of the gubbins was out for her to do her dyeing, because on a weekend that's all obviously tidied away out of the way, so it's all nice and safe, uh, so we can all eat tonics and, and knit and chat. So I really enjoyed this interview with her. It is um, done, obviously normally my interviews are done for a very long time, I've been done over Skype, and so the audio will be a little bit different, it might be a little bit echoey, um, in parts because we're in quite a large room and there's a lot of hard surfaces because obviously it's like you know stainless steel would die and stuff there's a lot of kind of that around and obviously I didn't want to have the microphone anywhere where she could see it because I didn't want to put her off um, but she was an absolute superstar and I know how much kind of she wanted to do it and sort of you know kind of try and push herself she's very very keen on pushing herself to do things um, and not letting her autism get in the way, which I really admire. And so obviously I wanted to make it as easy as possible for her uh, to be able to do that because she wanted to. So I hope you'll enjoy this interview as much as I enjoyed doing it. And um, yeah, listen to me best be be really nervous about dying yarns. And um, you'll hear you know a few jokes and a few chats. And I do ask her a few questions, but we try and kind of keep that to a bit of a minimum so as uh, just to enjoy the, the dying. So in her very first podcast interview ever, may I present to you the wonderful 
Lindsay of Countess Ablaze. So, I mean, how do you decide? How, where do you start? Um, well, sometimes I start off with a colour name okay. and sometimes the name comes after. Oh. But we're working with it before. So we have a name. We have a name. What's the name? Orange Boca Frappuccino. Orange Boca Frappuccino. Okay. We've got an orange. Right. Right. We've got to do this properly. Neon. Neon. Orange. Neons. Okay. We've got to go for the neons. Neon. Neon. Okay. Neons. Okay. So. Mocha. Bit of chocolate. Mm. How do you match up a chocolate with a neon? Do you, is there any, is it just my feel? Do you use a boss? Um, I, I just eyeball everything, it's just, you know. I like it. Yeah. Good. <laughs> right, here we go. Chocolate. Right, frapper. Just frapper. I don't know. I saw one, I saw one. I don't think I might have had one in Starbucks in right. Canada. And they were about 2,000 calories, they're ridiculous. Okay. Um. And it, it looks like an ice cream. It's like coffee with ice cream on the top almost. They have like whipped cream stuff, you know, okay. one of those ridiculous ones. Well, we don't have to be quite so literal. We don't, no. No, okay. Something highly calorific, something over the top and ridiculous, mm -hmm. okay? Which could be... Ooh. Nah, I don't. <laughs> A bit of neon purple, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Rich in calories. Rich. Rich. Really? Yeah. You, rich in general. You yeah. Know. Exactly. Exactly. Royalty. Right. Okay. And now we need a chino. We do. We do. I don't know. I feel like some other kind of orangey or yellowy sort of like the flames. Oh, I like when you know, you're good. Like they, yeah. They all they all die basically. Yeah. In yeah. a freak gasoline by accident. Yeah. Yeah. Happy days. Uh, let's see. Ooh. What do you think? I know. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're gonna go with two colours for this. Okay. Okay, we're gonna go for something a bit golden. Mm -hmm. And um Can I hold cards with us? <laughs> I'm getting it overloaded here, aren't I? And then uh, we have to finish it off with um another favourite neon yellow. <laughs> you know, it would I mean if this thing isn't, you know, radio this could literally power Greater Manchester when it's done. That's so, what I'm after. You know, it's taking the Northern Powerhouse to a whole new level. Exactly, exactly. We know what we're going on about. So, yes. let's get this going. Right. 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 Okay. <laughs> so, we have got 50 skeins. Right. 50, 5 0. Mm -hmm. At the moment, we've got 20 <laughs> because, you know, space. space and we don't want to overload ourselves just yet. So,. It's obviously going to be variegated. Yes. And there are different types of ways we can do that. Okay. Okay. Speckles all the range. Speckles. Okay. Speckles. We could speckle this or we could do a combination of things. Uh, pouring some dyes on that are all nice and wet and speckle mm. over. You could, you could literally do whatever you want. Oh, oh come in like that! <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. 
Or just sprinkle it. They'll all be completely different, or they'll come out plasticine brown. So, Ooh, well, we've already got some brown in there. We have got some brown. So maybe we don't need the brown. Maybe, maybe we'll just end up with brown anyway. <laughs> okay. All with it too much. Right, I'll tell you what, let's mm. whack the kettle on. Right. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Right, let's whack the kettle on, and then we will start measuring up. So, I have even bought new pirates for the occasion. I love this! Because I've been using, for the past almost five years now, yeah. the same uh, plastic science beakers like you used to use in school. Oh, I love it. They're getting a bit, you know, when they get a bit difficult to clean because they're stained. So I'm like, yeah, that's a great pirates, darling. Oh, pirates. I love this. So, I totally oh, I know. <laughs> no, darling. <laughs> But you went to Lakeland and everything, didn't you? Uh, well, Amazon, really. Yeah. <laughs> Some bloke came up, you know, came to them yesterday. Same thing. Right. So, I also want spoons. I use, like, coffee spoons. <laughs> well, we're doing this authentically. It is. It's like an actual frappuccino. Exactly. Yeah. So, Let's do this. Right. Uh, there's one thing we need, mm -hmm. very importantly, is you need a fixer. Okay. Which um, <laughs> sounds dodgy. And yeah. <laughs> it looks dodgy. Um, the delivery guy, whenever he comes with my great big 50 kilos of citric acid, mm -hmm. is always questioning what on earth I'm up to, which is amusing. Mm -hmm. So. Right, we have got everything we need. Okay. We have dye, mm -hmm. citric acid, a lot of hot water. Uh, yeah. I'm just going to quickly nip and get some cold water. Okay. It's very technical in here, you know. Very technical. I, like, I have expected to have a Bunsen burner, you know, oh, underneath there. It'd be so cool. I'd love, yeah, that would be amazing. I'll be stuck between that and having one of those, you know, when you go to Rush Home and you get curry, like group curry, and they have like a burner underneath and you open the top. It's like a rain thing. Um, no, 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 like a, it's like a, it's a posh one, you know, when you have a banquet. Oh, not like my, my. These are, these are lovely industrial ones. Um, yeah, I know what you there's mean. There's one with like a brass thing where you open it and it slides in and it's almost like a little three quarters of a circle really. Yeah. And then the curry's in there. That might be a bit tastier than Yeah, dye. I know, I know, but you know, I, I don't think of practicalities. It's all <laughs> okay. I'm to do it. Go on. So. Right. Let's see. So uh, we have. Let's put so all the dyes together. So we have got oranges and lemons, mm. and we have some chocolate brown, and we have some neon purple. Of course, <laughs> have to get that in there. Right. Um, so I think we should start off with the palest first, which is. Bizarrely, the neon yellow, <laughs> you can call them pale. So, what I do is I will use my coffee spoon. Very technical. I, there are different ways that people dye. Some people are very much into precision. Mm -hmm. um, I did do that and I, it kind of lost the appeal. Um, I kind of see dyeing as more as an art than a science, obviously it's both, mm -hmm. so um, yeah, 
There you go. <laughs> that's, that's it, really. You know, I mean, obviously, I eyeball it and make sure things are as close as possible. But you know, I, I don't think I don't think yarn should always be identical when it's hand dyed. It's supposed to be unique. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to toss in a tablespoon of my fixer. Looks well dodgy. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually never died in front of anyone before. Oh, right. I right. was like, you're quite so, good at teaching this. Oh, really? Oh, no, don't <laughs> say that. Don't say that. <laughs> okay, so, um, first time for everything. This is a lot of first times today. So, bung in some boiling hot. Oh, wow. I didn't expect it to be that colour. Now, this one is quite, um, it's almost sticky. Mm. Um, it, it really needs a good stir this one. Do you want me to stir it? Yeah. Make sure you really hold it. <laughs> Otherwise I'll end up with it all over the floor. Okay. I have done that before. Alright, I'll be really <laughs> I have a I whole did... cup of coffee so anything could happen. I did, I did it once with neon pink mm -hmm. and it, it fell off the counter and it went up the walls and it was just, it, it was like some kind of neon murder scene. Um, <laughs> That's a good colour in it. Well, yeah, I mean, my husband was not too impressed. Um, but yeah, we had to like paint, we paint everything. And, and, and that was the moment we decided, right, I need a studio. <laughs> like, you know, this, is, this happened at home. I need a studio, I need, I need a little bit more safety here. Right. Does that look? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. I've never done it. Okay. All right. It looks alright. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Mm -hmm. Normally with this neon yellow, you get like globby bits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, they don't all do that. Mm -hmm. Each dye, you sort of get to know it quite well. <laughs> Each dye does different things, but some of them become quite gel. Oh, right. I hate those ones. <laughs> like, you know, you have to use them like really, really hot. Mm. Um, Right, there we go, that's a good stir. It reminds me when you get your hair dyed and you know when they put a colour on and it's not the colour that it's going to come out as. Yes. It's a bit like that. Yeah, yeah. So, right, let's start. I like to start. <laughs> I'm I, really nervous. Oh no, 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 don't be, it's good easy, right? Let's push all these together and then no, I don't, sorry, don't end me. So I don't end up with the um, one at the end, being a rebel. <laughs> <laughs> well, I quite like the rebel ones. Right, I like to start in the middle. Okay. And then working my way out. Alright then. So we'll do that. Okay. Alright. Dead technical. Yeah. Yeah. One. Two. Three. Four. Now what I've got here is my, I've got steamer pans, they're gastronome pans. Mm. That you get from catering, you know, like yeah, yeah, catering. Like dinners. Yeah, yeah, oh, definitely. Yes, yeah. Sponge pudding, sponge pudding, mint custard. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's all the art. And then each one, I have five skeins, and mm -hmm. um, we're using uh, Blue Face Lester and Firestar <laughs> because Zoolander needs a bit of bling. It does. It does. He does. So that, so bang in the middle, mm -hmm. I have got the neon. Yellow, right? Mm -hmm. And then I'm just going to use my coffee spoon to really do something technical. It's called mushing. <laughs> I was going to say, I do that for my kids' eggs. <laughs> yeah, so if you, you know, yeah. Just mush it in, just 
uh, jiggle it around a bit, you know, so you can make sure that you're getting that dye to penetrate all the way through. Yeah. See, I, I like to make sure that I soak the yarn, the undyed yarn, for a good 18 to 24 hours beforehand, mm. so that that water goes all the way through, that it will saturate, because then it means that when you put your dyes on, the center of the yarn will also be saturated with dye. Yeah. Uh, to me, that's um, sort of how a good dye job should look. But it, I mean, there's different techniques which you know you don't want to have that happen. Mm. But if you're if you're really after a saturated colour, which I like my bold saturated colours, mm. you have to do things slowly. Yeah. And you need to really start at the basics of making sure that you've got your yarn in water for long enough. Mm -hmm. um, so, right, we're now mushing the fourth one. I can't stop thinking about curry knives because it <laughs> you know that the, the yogurt stuff when you go some places do it where they dye it with turmeric and make it like an orangey yellowy colour. Oh yeah. And now I can't stop thinking about curry. <laughs> do you know, I've seen like I've time. seen pictures of people dyeing yarn with that and I just really? think yes and I just think how amazing and how gorgeous it must smell but I just think you definitely need gloves with that one yeah. <laughs> you know it gets everywhere. Embarrassing trying to eat it you should buy it. Yeah. <laughs> okay so. There we have our yellow centres. At the moment, this is looking like a chucky egg. <laughs> it is, isn't it? You've got yolk in the middle. Um, whites. Right. Uh, next, we are going to go with some golden oranges. Um, so, same thing again. You know, my really accurate half a teaspoon. <laughs> um, and the thing is as well, I like to dye in layers. So once you've got your first layer on, you can go back and you can go, well, I think it needs this and I think it needs that. Because when you um, dye in layers, mm. you can really build up a lot of complexity. And then you're building up new colours within the colours that you're already using. Um, it's quite fun to play with. Yeah. So I've got my hot water in and my fixer. It does look a bit like cocaine, I swear it isn't. <laughs> right. In my head it was totally breaking bad. I thought we'd have full on suits and little masks on, or I'd get here and you'd just be stood there in white boots, basically is what I thought. Was well, going. I do have a boiler suit <laughs> and a shaved it. head, so <laughs> so you know, I could have done that, but it is a warm day. It might be raining, it is Manchester. Mm. But right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start from the other side of the table <laughs> and then work our way over. Okay. So here we go. This is going to go next to neon chucky egg yolk. Mm. Right, nice. Now, dying like this, it's going to produce a colourway that will pull a bit. Mm -hmm. um, some people don't like that, some people love it. Nah. You know, I, I dye all different ways, so I'll tell you now, this one, this one will pull a bit. Uh, and again, we're going to start highly technical mushing. Uh, as you can see there, there's some white bits. Uh, that's absolutely fine. This yarn is superwash, so what happens is you pull the dye on and it like sucks it in immediately. Another reason why I like dyeing in layers, because you can go back and you can fill in all these gaps and 
make it do other things. But another reason as well why I'm not doing all 50 at once, because I like to pour everything on and then mash it, and then I can't quite do it quick enough. <laughs> yeah, to get all the way down the line. Yeah. Be low, yeah, so there is a sort of a conveyor belt here, but uh, it's very not... efficient. <laughs> it... Oh, I'm very much into efficiency. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. You have to be very efficient in your production dying. You know, you, you do need a setup that will allow you to do um, a lot at once. Mm. Um, yeah. So no microwaves or anything like that where you can put a couple in at a time. It's, you know, you get to the stage where you need full-on industrial equipment. Yeah. Um, so. But you're still touching every single one, aren't you? Multiple times. Oh, yes. It's quite cool. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so that's that. Now I think we need to reintroduce the neons. Now, this is one of my favourite neons. <laughs> it's neon orange. I love this. I want to mush this time as well. You want to mush? I've got, I've got yeah. the measure of it. All right. I've got my own spoon. This is amazing. Oh yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. I'm gonna put in my neon orange and my fixer citric acid. You can use uh, white vinegar. Mm -hmm. uh, it stinks. Yeah. Uh, when you're doing production scale like this, uh, it's much cheaper to buy mm -hmm. citric acid. Much cheaper. This is how I cook. I do just eyeball it. I'm like, I couldn't tell you how I do it, but I know how much it is. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like when you do it the first time, it's nice to have a little guide, but then after that, I feel like I'm, I need to rebel from the guide. <laughs> do it my way. Right. Oh, I tell you something. I like the sound of these new glass pyrex. Oh yeah. Oh, I like this. Yeah, much better. Better than those placky ones. Right, ready? Yes. Right, we'll start from your ends right. and you can get mushing. Okay. Uh, pouring on now at the ends. So it needs to go all the way to the end? Yeah. Well, you could be more to mush. <laughs> I'm anxious now, I'm like, no, there's no, no time. No, it's fine because we, can, we go over it all. <laughs> we'll go over it all and, um, you know, <laughs> fix anything that needs fixing and add more dye. Uh, I'm studying with my hands clenched quite oh, oh, no, 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 you're doing nothing wrong, it's absolutely fine. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not a technical dyer, um, I'll never claim to be a technical dyer, I'm, I'm happy with that. Um, mm. This one looks like red sauce. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, do you know what? I can definitely see the fire now. Mm. That's fiery. That's <laughs> oh my goodness! Burning dead bodies. Oh my god. Oh dear. Oh. It's all going wrong. Oh, never mind. Never mind. I felt like I hadn't covered this end enough, so I've gone back a bit. Alright. Yeah. So, yeah. I wasn't trying much mushy today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So. Right. Um. Okay. Let's see what we need. <laughs> right, purple. Okay. We need the neon purple. Now what we need to do is we need to be careful with this because mm. if we put the purple directly on top of the 
oranges and the yellows it, it's gonna it's gonna look too brown really. it's not gonna look good okay but it's okay because we've still got the top end here of the skeins totally deserving of some neon Mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> some neon purple now this neon purple is it it's a funny one mm. because some some of the dyes you need a lot to get the decent color mm. this one you only need a little if you use too much it's a bleeder like a complete and you'll wow. never ever get it um to not bleed it's it's a funny one so you only need a really tiny amount of this one Also, it lasts longer, which is nice. <laughs> you know. So, <clears throat> how do you know? Do you find that out by just trial and error, or do you say, "By the way, guys, don't use too much of this." Trial and error. Yeah. Trial and error. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you have to bear in mind that when you die, whether you're starting off or you're experienced or whatever, you're gonna you're gonna have a lot of wastage mm. because you need to experiment. Um, so. Oh, I love that sound, the gloves, <laughs> that's lovely. I think that makes me feel really professional, you know. Totally. totally. Right, I'm, I'm going to go and grab more water, cold water, to top this up. Right, and then back with water, so I'm just going to top this up. The temperature of the dye that you put on, it doesn't matter so much when the wool is super washed, uh, because it's not going to dance. But if I was dyeing yarn that hasn't been super wash treated, I need to make sure that I have a lot more uh, cold water in there, mm. so that I'm not shocking the, the yarn, it doesn't like shocking therapy after that. <laughs> so, right. I'm going to bang this on. There's going to be a couple of uh, jugs of this one. Right, I reckon. so do you want mush? Mush. Mush away, mush away. Yeah. Quite nervous. <laughs> I do get nervous, believe it or not, occasionally. Do you? No. <laughs> no, I didn't, didn't think so, no. It depends. If it's life or death, no. Um, if it's just yarn, yes. <laughs> it's just yarn. <laughs> Which is life or death to many people. Right. So, making up some more dye. You can see where it's just completely sucked into some parts of it. Yeah. There we go. So I've got, I've got all that on now. And now we're just, we're just mashing this in. It's very technical. It is, I'm, I'm loving it. Oh man, I should have gone to this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, now I'm using um, cable ties, mm. uh, reusable cable ties. Um, I like to have a point of reference when I'm dying, which sounds ridiculous, but if you've got wet yarn mm. and it's just dumped in and I've got like, I've had 50 skeins here, like dumped in and you want to be able to grab one and not get all the, um, all the bits of string or 
out of alignment because mm. um, it makes it just makes a mess and it makes it makes your job afterwards even more difficult. Um, I use cable ties mm. on each one. It takes two seconds to do, literally no time at all to just pop that point of reference on. It makes yeah. it really makes your job easier. The other thing you have to do though is make sure that you're really getting that die underneath them. Mm -hmm. You know, don't put them on too tight. Yeah. But enough to make sure that it's not going to come loose. Mm. It's definitely quite light mine at this end. <laughs> okay. Right, so some of these are a little lighter than others. So what I'll do is I'll mix some more purple. Mm. And it's quite cool because this is becoming a bit pink as well. Mm. So, ooh, I'm kind of liking this. Do you know, I'm beginning to change my mind on, on, the, the, um, on the brown. On the brown. Mm. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you why. <laughs> 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 and, uh, it's my morbidness. We're, I mean, we're pretty morbid on this anyway. It does look like a... Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely... We're, go, we're going for the um, explosion, aren't we? <laughs> we really are. <laughs> Without well, we to go any other way. <laughs> Without we started off with an open list of intentions. I <laughs> know. Uh, it's, it's, we're, going, we're going for an explosion. Um, so I know where we're going to go for that. <laughs> That's good. Okay. So just mixing up a bit more of a neon purple. To just touch anywhere that might need it. A bit quicker this time. <laughs> get in there. It's an art form mushing. <laughs> you get really quick at it, very quick. You just like make it look like you're not really doing anything. I was like, yeah, I can totally do that. And then I'll kind of do it. Do you know this is a perfect, perfect job for a faffer? <laughs> just sit you know, just stand there, oh, I'm just faffing about, you know, just mushing my yarn, faffing about, it's fine. Yeah. And I'm a bit competitive, I like to get it right first time. And, well, you know. <laughs> Layers, that's why they come the way of dying layers. <laughs> dying layers, yeah. Layers, oh, darling. So, yeah. Get that in. Don't know, it's not really ladylike for me, competitive, I don't think. I don't care. Oh, I don't, I, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm not bothered about it. I'm quite competitive. Mm -hmm. I always have been. Uh, I want to be doing it better than the best blokes doing it. Well, that's, that's not what I do at all. Well, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Oh yes, look at those, darling. This those is are nice. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> Let me see. Okay. Right. I'm going to do some speckling here. Right. Right. I'm going to do this bit simply because I only have one face mask. Okay. And you're supposed to wear a face mask when you're dealing with dry powder because mm -hmm. you know you don't want to inhale it and have multicolored insides, or maybe you do. Imagine the Mountain. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> Don't tempt me. <laughs> right, okay, so. Go on, I'll move out the way to a safe distance. Okay. I will mumble in a second. Right, I'm going to get the neon orange back out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, it is definitely breaking back. Oh, it is, it is. Right. Slash Darth Vader. You do sound a bit like Darth. Do I look alright? Yeah. Yeah? You're rocking it, mate. Rocking it. Nice one. Okay. Uh, we're going to get the neon orange. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I have to sort of do this one, Joe. Right, okay. So, she's 
she's got a spoon and she's sprinkling is probably the best word I could use for it in a very girly way the little finger tap and then she can't argue she's got mask on so. <laughs> girly <laughs> I'm so not girly I know which is quite funny it's quite fun it's more amusing than I probably should be oh gosh and just tapping it on kind of like you would do I don't know I guess with it look, does look just like that chocolate stuff you get on top of a fancy coffee. Oh. Just sprinkle it on the bottom bit. It's gone to the flame, basically. The bottom part looks like a fire, and then this has been sprinkle tapped, technical term, on top. And it's sort of. Yeah, it does. It does look exactly when you put it on a coffee, you know, when you put it on foam at the top and it gets little splodges. It looks like that. It's good. <laughs> cool. Right. What? I'm going to taste my wine, dear. Okay. Alright. Right, that's better. <laughs> it's a bit hard to talk with that. Right. I don't think we go with the brown. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think we go with a bit of black. A bit of charcoal for death. <laughs> like for death. So morbid. Um, <laughs> shall we do this? Yes. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're already full on gas explosion morbid at this point. Yeah. So okay, I'm gonna get the black. You say I'm not a good. You do the Eliza. <laughs> uh, no, I think I think it's good. It 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 it, it kind of conveys the embers. Brilliant. Gasoline fight taxes. We're on, we're on the same wavelength here. This is totally. brilliant. So, right. Darth Vader up again. Okay. Oh, we're tired for safe distance. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the same kind of technique, the kind of girly tap of death. Seriously, we need words about this girly tap. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with being girly or tapping. <laughs> or anyone gets offended. Onto the neon mm -hmm. purple. Which, I mean, that is what, that, what colour you get in fire, isn't it? When it's like a chemical fire. Petrol and stuff. <laughs> Thinking about this too much. Yeah. Oh, I don't need to justify the black. Just put the black on there. Neon. <laughs> Moving Marys. I love this. And that, hmm. and that, folks, is a orange mocha <laughs> frappuccino. <laughs> Amazing! I love this. Yeah. Mmm. It's fun. I definitely reckon I could do this part of the dyeing. It's just the washing, scanning, labelling. Oh yeah, this is this is the fun bit. This yeah. is this is the best bit. But this is like the smallest bit of the entire job. Yes. <laughs> it really, really is. Uh, so yeah. So that's the first 20 done. Uh, I'm not going to do this now because I will nuke your equipment, but these will get steamed uh, for a good two, three hours. Mm -hmm. Make sure that that dye really sticks. Yeah. Yeah. But that's it. Awesome. I'm excited. <laughs>
there's like there's loads of stuff to look at it, even though it's like not even ready. You know when you pick something up and you you start you turn it round like a scale and you look at all the bits. Mm -hmm. It's really interesting to see when it's like this. Some good splodging. Yeah. Oh, I was an early adopter of speckles. I was looking through my records, yeah. and I have um, speckled yarn from the early twenty twelve. I was by no means the first, there were a good few other dyes doing it back then, mm. but it was pretty, it wasn't a new technique, it's a technique that's been around for a long time, but it's very fashionable now, so. Yeah, how do you like, let's say you're doing CPD, you know, you have to keep up with industry trends and stuff like that, where do you start when it's like hand dyeing? Um, I just generally ignore what everybody else <laughs> is doing, no truly, I ignore what everybody else is doing and do my own thing because mm. if you pay too much attention to what everybody else is doing it's very easy to be influenced mm. um do your own thing other people notice that as well and you know that's how you get loyal followers or fangirls <laughs> and, uh, you know so that's that's how you do it just do your own thing you know there's 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 only room for one countess of blaze there's only one room for you know one hedgehog fiber mm one you know everybody else you know, yeah don't need another no and when you look at like this and how different these are <coughs> it can't be that hard just to kind of you know experiment a little bit i mean i can kind of see it because i was like nervous thinking oh should we put that there and should we put that there and you're obviously because you've been doing it so long and it's very kind of organic the way that you do it you're just like no Watch that. Yeah, it'll be fine. But I, when I first started, I was I was so nervous. Mm. I mean, I started reading some of the books that um, a lot of people start off with. Oh, I can't remember the names off the top of my head now. I will find them for you to link to. Mm. Um, and then I watched some YouTube videos, and then I just sort of like threw the books out, and I was like, no, this this all seems a bit too beginners for me. Mm. And um, obviously, I'm not doing anything particularly advanced. But it's like when you focus so much on technique. Of a beginner's style, you don't evolve. And if you don't evolve, mm. then I just don't see the point in continuing. You know, you've got to keep doing different things to keep fresh. Otherwise, you just get bored. Yeah. Any customer base gets bored, mm -hmm. and we need to be doing something constant all the time, all the time. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I guess it is again like the cooking analogy. If you've never made a shepherd's pie before, if you get a recipe and you make it, you're like, right, well, that's what you do, and then the next time. Yeah, sort of freestyle a bit, freestyle a bit more. Yeah, in goes the Worcestershire sauce, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. And then maybe some extra peas or some mm -hmm. carrots. But yeah, this is exactly the same thing. It is cooking, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just throw out the recipe books and just crack on, as you would say. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like crack, on. crack on. Do you like to crack on? Yeah. No, oh, awesome. So what? What made you decide to start dying? Ah. Uh, all kinds of different reasons. It was uh, several reasons, really. Mm. Somebody gave me some hand-dyed yarn, and it was beautiful, mm. but it had scorch marks on it. Really? It does. Okay, so the word that probably describes this really is arrogance, because mm. I'm like, well, why has that happened, and what can I do to make it better? Mm. And I knew nothing about dyeing. Um, and then I just experimented loads, mm. and I discovered that it was... Um, not soaking your bare yarn for mm. long enough ah. and putting it in a microwave mm. and that's how you get your heat spots mm. um, and then since then I've like right we're not doing microwave dyeing no it's it might be quick it might be fun but for 
longevity of your colour, it's it's no good. And it's no good for production purposes either. Mm. You know, I, I can I can dye a couple of hundred in a day. Yeah. Uh, you can't do that with microwave. Or if you can, it's not a way that I figured out. But, I'm, you know, I've, I've got a completely different setup that works for me. Mm. See so, yeah, it? Arrogance was one of my reasons, <laughs> really. I love that. At least you're like, yeah, well, that's, that's, that's just what it was. It's true. Well, it is. It is. It is. I mean, you know, there's no point beating around the bush and lying and making up some nice fairy tale and being girly about it. I'm competitive. <laughs> you know, it's like... I can do this better. <laughs> yeah, it's like, let's have a go. Let's have a crack. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's how that's come about. Mm. So, and the other thing as well, like, this is this one's completely personal, is mm. that I actually um, experienced three deaths. of mm. uh, My husband one of our best friends and a family member all within 18 months yeah. and it, you know you just get to that point it was I was I was only young I was like 26 27 and you just think oh you know you've got your 30s ahead of you everybody's like oh my goodness 30 mm. and then I was just like right 30s gonna be brilliant yeah yeah <laughs> uh, I was like right I need to change things I need to to live a bit um so that sort of motivated me as well mm. And it was almost like therapy, you know, it's, it's you know, knitting, it was a natural evolution, you know, knitting keeps your head calm, which is what you need when you're depressed or you, you know, your head's going 100 miles an hour or you're, you know, bereaved, you need something to do. And then that, then the dying came. Yeah. And all those deaths just kick-started it. Mm. So I like to think bad things happen, you need something good to, to come from that. Yeah, definitely. And it's something you find a lot is that people kind of can drift around or they often find their big inspiration or their biggest break after something that's really bad. Yes. Um, but yes. It's, it's kind of like, well, it's a lot of physics, I think. You can't, you can't, you can't just bump along the bottom. You, you have to have big ups and downs. Yes. Yeah. It's just how things go. Yeah, that's how I made my very, very low time into something bit more positive mm. and here I am in my studio you're in my studio I know, in your studio in my studio that totally influenced my choice of decoration in my house oh yes <laughs> like paint everything yes the walls are white you were asking me what what shade of white it was no, and there are lots, lots of shades of white yes no yes they learn so, trade yes it's my entire upstairs <laughs> <in it. laughs> yeah so lots of white which is great because the yarn just looks it's offset, it looks very bright against mm. it, very saturated. So, yes. No, definitely. Because I'm a big fan of black and then yarn on top of black, but obviously that would be a little bit gothic. Well, a bit, maybe even too gothic. Or, is that the nightclub? Or, I mean, you know. No, we won't. I'm looking at these at these orange mocha frappuccinos here and going, oh, should we put, should we put a glaze of black over? Like, no, 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 leave it, leave it. It's fine. They're cool with us. We've got we've already got the black on. We've got, we've got the death. Yeah. In there. We've got some charcoal. Um, I know. It's terrible because we're both as bad as one another. I know. I know. We're just feeding off each other. Here, we? It's like who could be the most morbid? It's, oh goodness. But that's so funny because didn't we find out we were actually at university together? Yeah. The same university, the same time, mm-hmm. and the same halls of residence. Yeah. We probably had drunken conversations at the bar. Indeed. Or oh, Abdul's. I think it probably Abdul's. was Abdul's. Yeah. I lived in Abdul's. Yeah, I love Abdul's. Abdul's so, is a kebab shop. Yes. For anyone that doesn't know in Manchester. Or a chain of kebab shops. In yes. fact, I went up there the other week and the one that's halfway up Oxford Road, he's expanded into the shop. So the music shop is still there and wow. Abdul's is like double 
Double fronted Abdul's night. Good for Abdul. I know. Nice one. Smashing nice it. one. And Gemini Pizza. Yes. Still there. Yes. Still there. But yeah. So yeah, there we go. We may have met in a former life. Who probably, knows? Probably over a plastic pint glass of quadruple yeah. fucker and lemonade. Yeah, it's like, why are they not serving quick enough or something? You know, oh, we stood here for 20 seconds. <laughs> I was probably the bandit who was like, man, because one of my housemates worked behind the bar at the academy, so I'd be like, Becky, <laughs> Just kind of passing it over. It's <sighs> who you know. It's all who you know. It is, it is. Yeah, here we are. Uh, awesome. I'm excited. I want to get it out now. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> You'll be coming and die. It's not ready. It's not ready. It's not ready yet. So what do you do in between the time? Because obviously you have these here. Mm-hmm. Is that when you do all of your kind of like social media and catching up on all the other stuff? Or when it's a die day, do you die and then rest and then come back? I, in between. I do technically rest. Mm-hmm. It's... <laughs> It's very physical work, mm. and I'm sometimes doing this on crutches. Well, yeah. one crutch, so but it's it's a cool crutch because it kind of looks like I'm you know playing video games or something. I you know, know. You know if, you, if you're going to have to have, use a crutch, make it a cool one. Um, but so I do need to pace myself. Mm. I'm not very good at that. No, <laughs> I'm really not. I'm like you know my head's going 100 miles an hour, and it's like my body's not. It's going about 40 sometimes. Mm. It's like come on, catch up, catch up. But yeah, I am forcing myself to make sure that, you know, I do sit down, mm. have a coffee with Kathleen, it needs the caffeine, and then uh, maybe catch up on emails and my social media, but yeah, try and get everything done in little bits. Yeah, I'm getting ideas about my cellar now. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I have a cellar. You have a cellar. Oh, I have a cellar as well, darling. <laughs> my cellar is the talk of Nick Group. Uh, they, my Nick group think I'm a secret dominatrix mm-hmm. and that I have a dungeon down in my cellar because I won't let them go down there, you see. Yeah. Yeah, and just know they're convinced of it. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It's on the race to have a cellar, though. It is? I think Jess has got a cellar and Fluff's got a cellar. Really? Mm. Oh. Yeah, she let me go down there. Ooh. That's good. So I'm in good company then. Mm. Cellar dwellers. Although she locked me down there with a lot of acrylic. Because <gasps> someone had donated a lot of acrylic and I was down there, she's like, I'm going to lock you down here with the acrylic. Please don't. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, cry. that's that's cool. <laughs> she's funny. We like Fluff. We like Fluff. Oh, she's good. good. I'm still clutching my spoon here. What am I supposed to Do you want to take the spoon with you as a souvenir? <laughs> you don't want to use that for your coffee, though? No. Yeah, I might get you to, to kind of scratch Countess on it with a... With a I've got a Sharpie. That will do. Oh, no, like a skill, you know, when you have those, um, the metal... Pencil tins and you used to like oh, scratch the yes. yeah, like yeah. that. Retro. We can do that, definitely. Oh, well, I don't think I should lick my finger to get that dye off. No, probably not. <laughs> this is why I don't die young. <laughs> this is why I don't die young. Be dangerous. So there we have it. I hope you enjoyed that chat with Lindsay and I. A different format to the usual interview format, but one that I hope you enjoyed uh, taking part in. A little bit more chatty and informal. And you got to hear, hear the sounds, sounds of the studio, including the mushing sounds. <laughs> it seemed a little bit like jumping in puddles, really, or mud. It was a great day to go over there and uh, chat to Lindsay and have fun. 
dyeing the yarn and I can't believe I actually got to make the orange mocha frappuccino yarn very excited so that is going to be obviously I've dyed enough not for everybody not, not nearly enough for everybody um but we did dye um quite a few so if you do want to get your hands on some of that head on over the best thing to do is join the mailing list because as soon as it's ready I'll just bang an email out and um, everyone can get involved it's 500 meters it's a light three ply it's a new base it's not on her website yet it's the sparkly blue face baron and it comes in as i say at 500 meters per 100 grams so that's going to be the ones i have available will be up there and if you want to get involved in some crazy neon orange mocha frappuccino wonder then come on over i've already selected a complementing skein of black parade to go with it which is a completely black version solid version in the same yarn that i saw at the studio and i'm thinking something stripey you know, break it up, make it quite dramatic. Bit more black for death, you know, bit more black for death. But <laughs> otherwise, you know, just, just kind of breaking it all up a bit and it'll really, the neon will completely pop on a black background. Very excited about that. Um, yeah, as I say, I will be putting full details up. As soon as that is available, you can come and get involved if you so wish. So that is all I've got time for this week. I hope you've enjoyed the show and enjoyed Lindsay's company as well as mine today on our first show back after the little break. All that remains for me to say is I hope you'll have a lovely week, happy crafting, and I will speak to you all again soon. Bye! You've been listening to the Shiny Bees podcast, a podcast for those who like their knitting, comedy and yarn in equally large measures. If you'd like to get in contact with me, you can do so via the blog, or I'm Shiny Bees on Ravelry, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest and Facebook. You can email me at shinybeesinfo at gmail.com. Music for this episode is provided via Music Alley and it is Adam and the Walter Boys and I need a drink. I need a drink. <laughs>